0: everyone. You've listened, you are listening to Radiance by Design. I'm Veronica Entwistle. Years ago here on BBS, I had a show called Radiance by Design, and it was a show teaching us all how to radiate at a higher level and doing readings and answering questions for people like you. So it suddenly hit me that maybe it was time to do this again, and I hope you're able to get both Zoom and BBS, because I think that's the magic of the latest technology, isn't it? So I'm an intuitive, as a lot of you know, and I do a lot of healing energy, and these are crazy times on the planet, and I wanted to share things with you. How are you coping with the coronavirus? How are you coping with the fact that this is a really interesting, I mean, it's interesting, that's a glib way of putting it. Um, it's a global thing. I mean, just to think about it. It's global. It means anybody you talk to all over the world is dealing with some version of the same thing. And that's both horrifying and actually kind of exhilarating, isn't it? We finally get to be one. We are finally one. Anyway, I hope you're going to call in. I'm not sure what numbers to give you. Let me see. I have to find out what the numbers are. Perhaps, Don, you would. Oh, Natalie on line one. Natalie, good for you. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. How are you, honey? I'm good, how are you? I'm fine. Are you having fun with this crazy time? Uh,
1: um fun is not the word I would use, but I think <laughs> it's very I think Mother Earth is uh putting us in the corner.
0: I don't know, I think she is I it's a good way of putting it, Natalie, because I think she's really making us think about what are we doing here? What what is yeah, what's the greater good here, right? Eh? Is that what you're thinking?
1: I, yeah, I have a whole theory about what may be happening on a bigger scale. And I think it has to do with, you know, overpopulation colliding with nature and people forget that the planet is a living and breathing organism. And if you look at what's happened since everyone's been in isolation, there's been less pollution, there's stories of, you know, parts of the world that never saw the sky, see the sky. So I I feel like it's like a a forced break to let the planet um, recuperate a little bit.
2: And I wonder if
1: after this is done, there's going to be scientists who are going to come out and say, well, you know, in the last six, seven months since we've had this isolation, I don't know, the Earth's temperature has dropped by one degree, which would then prove that humans do contribute to climate change and maybe open the eyes of some of the deniers.
0: I like that. I think we'll just go with that because that is a wonderful, wonderful vision. I also think that in this um, dearth of... uh, so, you know, people are out of money and so on and so forth. But there, I, I really think we're going to come up with solutions to a lot of things that might not be expensive. For example, solar is a lot cheaper than oil, right? And that's already going big time. But there's a lot of big innovative changes. And my guides keep saying everything is going to change and everything, not everything, but most people are going to work from an innovative standpoint. And it's going to start to be pretty interesting for us all. I think in a way it's a really beneficent or beautiful, uh, what would you call it, break in the way society was going. So I'm agreeing with you. I'm just embellishing another aspect of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wonder... You know, I know quite a few people who are freaking out because they don't have a lot of cash on hand and they were live, you know, everything's on credit. And I'm just wondering if this is also going to make people reconsider their spending habits, their saving habits. I'm not sure, but, you know, um, I feel like, you know, this is an opportunity for people to also reexamine, I think, what's important in their life, you know, and what, what you know I I don't know I feel like this is going to definitely change the way business is done and you know definitely more companies are going to see that working from home is possible so you know like I I do think there's going to be some also financial changes and I'm not quite sure like what what do your guides see about that in terms of like
0: well, they could. Will they talk about this years. could be the end. I don't mean to talk over you, but this could be the end of the our monetary system the way it is. Now there are those with the darker uh, threats saying that we're going. It's all going to be. Um, what, do you, what do you call it? Uh, you know, the kind of on uh, the computer money, that sort of thing. Bitcoin. Yeah, that kind of thing. But I, I've, I don't feel like it's quite like that. I don't think it's, it has to be that way. I think there's a, a lot more benevolent financial flow going to come on and I don't know what that means but to me as an intuitive the guides show me that it's not it's not the same a lot of the big banks aren't going to get back into being in charge again you know what I mean right now they're they're floundering too but it's not going to go Mm -hmm. right back into their hands either there's a different system coming up and I do believe you're absolutely right about the fact that people have to rethink what we're doing with both money and one another, you know, or having so many homeless people and all these empty houses people keep as, as uh, insurance for themselves, you know what I mean? As, mm-hmm. We have to get through a lot of that, don't we? And that's going to yeah. change. There's huge changes going huh. on. And I don't know, I think the most interesting thing is there's going to be, there is a fight for power going on on the planet. i bet you noticed that, did you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like who's going to resurrect what was and who's going to recreate what the systems are? I think that's where there's a lot of iffy um, struggles going to go on for a while. But that being said, I think you have also said that um, how we are um, ourselves, or we're rethinking it. A lot of us are rethinking it and how we're helping each other, and how we're moving together, how we're seeing a a much more compassionate life. I mean, that's really important stuff, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Are we being more compassionate? I mean, for me, again, you know, um, I think you know I'm, I'm, I'm from Canada, and I'm just looking at what's happening in other countries and how they're handling it versus here. And, yes, we're compassionate here, but there's also... A lot of people are not listening. A lot of people are just like in this country are in denial that their life can be disrupted. Um, And they refuse to let it be disrupted. Um, You know, um, the farmers markets up until two days ago were like concerts, like crap people on top of each other. Nobody. Is that right? I did
0: not know that. Wow. Wow.
1: I'll email you a picture after this. And then so Garcet, the mayor yesterday, or two days ago, shut it down because, and I was was flabbergasted when I saw this picture because um, it's not like we live in a country where information isn't available and we're in the dark, right? But then you look at these other countries. Yes, some of them are definitely more dictatorship than ours or what have you. But even in Canada, everyone's doing it. Everyone's, and I know there's less people there, but. Everyone's staying inside and everyone's just doing what they have to do to get through this. And here there's, you know, spring breakers going on spring break. I just, I'm wondering what, for me, it's also revealing this part of the country that I really don't like, you know. And it's the selfishness, the looking out for me, myself, and I mentality a little bit. And um, so I'm having very mixed feelings about the compassionate thing. I mean, even well, this it's government interesting. was like, "Let go ahead." Yeah, no, even the even this government was, was like, "We can sacrifice old people for the economy. Old people can go out." I mean, <laughs> oh, who God. says that to their people? <laughs> I, I mean, can you imagine if like Justin Trudeau said that? I mean, I just like I can't believe they got away with that, and then there was an entire network devoted to defending that theory. So. I don't know. I have
0: mixed feelings about the whole compassionate thing. Yeah, but you, okay, so I was just going to say um, the thing that we have to watch is individuals are individuals, are they not? Meaning, yeah. there are people that are just horrible. But think about America. America's a wonderful place to be in some ways. I'm also from Canada. And the reason it's wonderful in some ways is that I. I was often, it was suggested, why don't you calm down and go back to school teaching and, and when you get over the border, people say, oh, you've got an idea, let's go, let's do it, right? So there's a kind of an independence and a, a, sometimes a pushy, egregious kind of <laughs> demand for independence, which can be really awful, but there, that does run through the whole land, doesn't it? So I'll do it my way, thank you very much. And I think we're seeing Mm -hmm. that in its negative form and also Mm -hmm. um, in its positive form. And I just keep running into people that are doing amazing things. I, too, find Canada much more gentle and they do care about people. And our media has betrayed its people, as you know, I believe anyway. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Told us all kinds of stuff that isn't true in order to keep a marketplace or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. so,
0: um, so I, I agree about the compassion, but I also know a lot of people, and some are extremely compassionate and are stepping out a long way to help people who have less possibility. You know, people can't get out. So uh, it's a combination, isn't it? It's a personal journey, isn't
3: it? Yeah. Definitely. The guides say
0: it's going to go on for a while, but part of the reason they say it's going to go on, this is just to add to your other question, is that people are going to awaken and unfold into their own, they're calling it their greatness, their own capabilities in different rates. <laughs> so it doesn't happen as a country, it happens as individuals moving through, but some will move to much higher higher levels, Right. And in Canada, they will, too, you know.
1: When you say a while, how long do
0: you... I I don't know, but it looks to me, I used to say it looked like May. But now, when I look at May, I go, I think there's a big shift in May. But I believe it's going to um, come, it's going to happen again in the fall. And part of that is because we're sloppy. You know, we're not taking it seriously enough and not getting cleared up enough. Or maybe we haven't learned mm-hmm. enough, and so then I yeah. I look again and I go, gosh, it could be well over a year, you know. What do you see?
1: Mm-hmm. I think this is going to go until July. I mean, Sherry
2: on line one, and Sherry. Just I think you know. that
1: you. they're rushing to get a vaccine, and then once a the vaccine comes out, everyone needs to get that vaccine. And I think that there will be a resurgence again in the fall. But um, this is going to go on forever. This disease is here to stay. It's not like it's going to magically disappear. So really now it's about the vaccine. It's a race against time to get a vaccine, to find the vaccine.
0: But then there's a whole so, other issue here. And then I'll have to go to Sherry online too. But the other issue about vaccines is they're going to make them worldwide mandatory. And that sounds protective, but there's another part of that that's pretty scary. Right? Mm. You know what I mean? If you thought, if you think about that, I don't know if you've thought about that particular subject. But let me go to Sherry now. I'm really glad you yep. called in. You're delightful and thank you for calling. Hello, Sherry. Are you there on line two?
3: Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm really good. How are you? I'm well. It's only because of Natalia that I knew this was happening because I don't think... I, I I didn't get the email blast, but I'm I'm I was really just looking forward to listening to you talk about this in general. I didn't really, I mean, I think Natalia pretty much asked any question that I would have asked, which is sort of maybe the only other thought is like sort of piggybacking on what she's saying about not going out. I don't we don't go out either. I mean, obviously, I do walk around my uh, the lake near my house because I just need a little bit of exercise, and there's hardly anybody out in the streets anyway and now Mm -hmm. we're all wearing masks and so forth. I tell people, you're in L.A., aren't you? mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think I agree with the selfishness of people not sort of saying, well, it's, it's being selfish in that they're not thinking that their actions actually do have a ripple effect. But I am very cognizant of that, but that's not really what my question was. It's just more about... How are these, how do we keep the kids sane, you know? I just, that's the thing that I think, you know, outside of just all of us humans trying to grapple with being inside, how do you?
0: I think it's really, really hard, except the good thing about kids is they are resilient. They can make things out of very little. And our kids have been so imbued with the screen business that they have to find, well, they can use the screen. So that's, that's the big advantage, I guess. But I think they're also being moved into different ways of entertaining themselves. So I keep hearing stories about people online and doing Zoom and Skype and so on and communicating and creating plays and performances and all kinds of things. I think that's what you're going to be looking at. What do you think of that?
3: I, I do. I think, you know, I also are, are in L.A., the schools are going to close for the – rest of the year I mean uh, the rest of the semester rather the the, you know the LAUSD um so that's um and if if it really does and it's so unpredictable so it's, it's hard to also plan for summer to maybe try to find a way for the kids to then actually get to be outside and be active
0: you know I don't, so, I don't think you can actually plan that at, at at this until. And Natalia was talking about the vaccination, which I think is a great thing, or, or could be a difficult thing. But uh, I don't think they're going to be letting the kids go out and play much at all. Do you think? You mean in the summer, even? Yeah.
3: No, no. I'm. Uh, uh, even if they do, kind of stop the. Um, well, quarantine.
2: if they get the
0: vaccination, if they get the vaccination, they'll probably slow the quarantine down. But some, my guides are going, ah, it's not going to be really very safe for a while, which is really ironic because they say that this is – we're talking about the kinds of challenges humanity is going through. Um, we're all being held in place, including the kids. We are okay. all being held in place. And if you look at that from an intellectual point, like who's doing it and why and what is the purpose of it, right? And it's got a big high mm-hmm. purpose, doesn't it? Do you yeah. agree? Yeah. Oh, totally. And so that's true for our children as well, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know it's hard. Yeah, it's, but.
3: it's just hard, but yeah, you're right. I mean, if you, I really trust what Anthony Fauci is saying here down in the U.S. Uh, and you know, if you, if if he is, and he is the premier um, infectious disease doctor, at least in the U.S. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And he's saying a year, year and a half. That's scary to think. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I, I, <laughs> you know, I'm i not surprised. And the reason I'm not surprised is because of, like, my guides as well, but the fact that every time you turn around, it's doubled, right? And and the time between right. uh, the numbers doubling is about a third of what it was a few weeks ago, right? And I'm going, How's this, how can this write itself in a short period of time? And as Natalia suggested, the vaccine, I think that's possibly true. But I, I'm not I'm not feeling as an intuitive that I can be really confident in that, you know. It seems like it's going to be a straggling kind of illness because we haven't learned it all yet. Let's right. put it that way, you know. And how are we going right. to I don't I don't know. It's like a yeah, world war. It, it, it's truly a war, isn't it?
2: Yeah,
3: right? Yeah, maybe that's it. It is It is a war, and so therefore there's no end in sight. And mm-hmm. you know, cause, and how does the economy not crumble? Cause, but even in times of war, people are still working. And in this particular crisis, most people are unable to work. So how does the economy re- not What's crumble? really
0: interesting is, though, y- y- I agree with you, that, that part is really scary. But for those of you who are in the media, right, there is something... Mm-hmm. That's that's um, I don't know what this is, but I see it. I see it in kind of flashing lights. But there's something really amazing coming up in the media work, you know, Um, it's it's some sort of uh, uh, it's it's a totally different way of putting stories forward and connecting people because we know, you know, we've connected all kinds of people that never would have met over Internet and so on. Well, that is going to increase in terms of creating, for example, a movie in cahoots with somebody in uh, Russia or, (laughs) you know, a combination of Russia and uh, um, Antarctica. I don't know. I'm trying to think of places that are really far apart. And the guides are showing that these bursts of new brilliance about two things. One is all kinds of innovations, all kinds of inventions. And how people communicate one to the other. And our kids are going to be leading the way on that. They know a whole lot, you know, um, about how to do that kind of thing. I don't know why. Kids seem to be born knowing how to hit the computer, don't they? So I I would say to you it it looks like evolution to me. Or, yeah, Yeah. Does that make any sense? It does. Yeah. Are you having any fun in it at all?
3: Uh, yes. You know what? Yes. Reconnecting with my child and my husband and, um, definitely with all of my friends and family for sure. It's frightening and I'm an anxious person, so that doesn't help things. But, um, you know, and all the economic news is scary, but
0: But, you know, Sherry, that I find it interesting is the economic news is so bad (laughs) and the connections Mm -hmm. and seeing people is so bad that it's like, oh, those are our worst fears while they're right here. (laughs) Right. Right. In a way, there's a very odd piece that comes up with that, isn't there? Absolutely. I I think it's horrible to think it's going to be a year or longer. But on the other hand, I feel, like I said to you, that there's something. The guides keep saying there are some amazing successes coming up in that year, for Mm -hmm. example. It might even be a year Mm -hmm. and a half. But there's some really amazing breakthroughs in human consciousness. And I was talking about compassion, and there's some doubt about whether or not we're a very compassionate group over here. But um, there's a lot about compassion that's going to start happening, too. You know, if you look, look at yeah. stories about Auschwitz and the people that what they went through there, there was some tremendous creativity that came out of that and some tremendous healing work. And I'm sure you've heard all that, haven't you?
2: Sure. Yeah.
0: And this is not sure. quite the same, but it's got some aspect of it. But anyway, thanks for your call. Do you have any other questions or do you have any other comments? It's really fun to talk about this stuff, isn't it?
3: It is. It's helpful. It's helpful. It definitely is comforting. If nothing else, it's very comforting.
0: Good. Okay. Well, I'm I'm just really glad you called in. And get others to call in if you can think of anybody, because I just thought so many people say to me, I'd really like to talk to you, but I don't always have money or whatever. So this is my attempt to say, well, look, let's all talk. You know, we can do it. <laughs> let's, yeah. What yeah. time is it right now? Yeah. Yeah. 7.23, you know.
1: I'm going to text my friend in New York and see if she's up. Um, okay. I don't think so. Anyway, but I have a, I have a question. Um, please, please. Only yeah. because I was, I saw, I'm trying not to watch the news as much anymore, but the other day I was listening to Garcetti uh, doing a, um, a a conference, and right after they cut back to the news, and they were talking to this guy, and the guy was like, uh I, I don't know who he was, but they asked him, like, do you think life as we know it is going to change after this? And he said, she said, they, she said, what is the biggest thing? And then she, he said, well, I used to live in Asia. And in Asia, they all walk around with masks on. And, and that's that's their everyday life. He goes, I think that may, until this is we got our hands around it, that's going to be our life, as we're going to be walking around with masks on. And... Um, that made me very, very sad, and made me feel like, me feel- wow, we took, like, talk about taking life and, and freedoms for granted. So my question is, are we ever going to be a, be able to sit next to someone again, like, be around people, like, in an office and at the at the beach, whatever? And uh, what kind of, aside from innovations, like, what kind of daily habit changes? Do you think are coming?
0: Okay, I love that question, and I'm going to sound a bit dystopian by answering it. I'm also suggesting here on my on my board here that there are several other people online, and you people online, Sharon, you're welcome to join in. Natalia, you're still there, and I didn't realize that, so please just uh, join in. I'm just going to respond to Sherry before, and then you're welcome to. Um, you're welcome to tune in and answer us. Uh, but the thing about it is, is I think it's going to be a while, maybe a couple of years before all of that sorts itself out. But I do think, Sherry and others, I do think we're going to come up with something which really clears the air. Uh, I do. America is a very egregious country in a lot of ways, which we've often talked about, but it also has tremendous innovation as does, does other countries. But it looks like the air is going to be worked on and um, and the pollution. I, I can't quite see what it is. But anyway, it's sort of like the pollution and the air is going to be worked on. It's going to take a little while, but probably between two and three years. might be as long as three years. You'll have The masks will be off and it will be free again. And I also have to say something that I don't think is so comfortable to talk about, but I think there's a huge amount of human life going to be lost over the next while. And it could just be through um, the virus. I don't know. But we've seen it coming. I see it coming and coming, and now all of a sudden we're in this. So I think that that's going to change some of our perspective on life and our rapport with Mother Earth. Does that answer your question? I mean, it goes back to my theory. That is, uh, this? There's
1: something bigger at, I don't I don't really know what I believe in. I don't believe in religion or God and all that. But I think something is at play. That, um, like I said, it, it's, uh, it's it's we're being um, we're be, we're in um, we're grounded right now. Yeah. You know, we're not <laughs> listening, and, and we're being grounded. And, uh, you know, it's interesting that it started in China where there's a billion people and they're colliding with nature and there's so many people, they have to figure out what to eat and they eat everything and anything. They eat wow. all animals, cats, dogs, rats, bats, cows, tongues, brains, eyes. They eat everything. And I think that's not sustainable. Um, no. um, but I also, um, you know... Um, Quick thing, you said it was going to last around two years, and you know this is the spiritual perspective. And I got an email from my old—I used to do a lot of uh, Eastern astrology Mm -hmm. readings back in the day—and I got an email from my old astrology. Haven't spoken to him in years because in January he said he there was a whole article about him because he predicted this in January in a radio interview, saying that Saturn was entering Capricorn, and the last time that happened was thirty years ago in the nineties with the. And it exposed a lot of corruption in the 90s was, you know, Wall Street, Bill Clinton, a lot of uh, money, uh, corruption stuff went down. And he was saying that every time so every and that it started on the day that Trump got impeached. And that's when the planet started moving. And um, and it's going to test humanity to its core. And it's either going to do two things. There's going to be a lot of human rights that are going to be granted like more human rights based on what's happening or there's going to be like authoritarian, right? It can, it's That's like kind of what you're saying. It can, it's going to go either way. But he was saying it's going to last two to three years.
0: Well, and I just want to add of, to that. I'm point. not disagreeing with him because a lot of this stuff isn't written in stone. This is stuff that we have to kind of work with like clay. And uh, right. I don't know. First of all, I, who, who else is on? Is there someone else who would like to talk right now? Because you can speak. No, uh, is there somebody
2: there? Well, you know what? I'm just going to join right in because there seems, you know, uh, Veronica's Veronica's joining in with us. And uh, we're a little different now, but we are fully interactive. We do have Sharon with us on line four and Natalia is still with us. And we still have Sherry with us on line two. But okay. Natalia, welcome, welcome.
0: Hi, Natalia. Anyway, I just want to finish this other part of our conversation, but I just wanted to include you guys and you, Sharon, too. I, I'll just be a minute here. But I, I I, was likening when you were talking about your astrological friend, one of the things about the configurations in in the universe, or I call it the universes, mm-hmm. um, It's interesting to me because I see movement throughout the universe, as you probably do too, as spirals, right? So every configuration that comes up has a spiraling motion to it. And I'm thinking when we're talking about uh, the challenge of that kind of configuration, I see it as kind of spiraling up and having a slightly different face than it had when it was up before. I just wanted to finish that thought. So uh, let's bring Sharon on, because Sharon hasn't spoken yet. And uh, I know, Sharon, you're welcome to
2: speak. Sharon, you're welcome to speak. Speak up. We'd love to hear your lovely voice.
0: (laughs) Are you there, honey? I am. How are you? (laughs) I'm really good. Thanks for calling in. Oh, this is
4: great. So I'm also concerned... And uh, at the same time, very hopeful. I'm noticing a lot of people are uh, very frustrated about not being able to be together in person.
2: And, mm-hmm.
4: uh, and a lot of them are people who have, like, I feel, gone overboard on screen time, like way too much Facebook or, or streaming movies or whatever, and not very much human interaction. And now they're like, oh, how can I not be near people and so I feel like we've been needing this correction for a long time. Uh, we've been we've been letting technology be in charge instead of us being in charge of technology. It's been a trend, and so to watch people reconnect in uh, physically or trying to or wishing they could is so interesting. I think people are really seeing the value of it, and I keep seeing the rhesus monkey. Uh, Um, experiment from, I think it was in the 60s or the 70s, where they took the little babies and they put them with a cage mother with bottled milk, instead of, you know, like a wire mother, instead of with their actual mother. And even Mm -hmm. though they had all the food they needed, they still perished because they didn't have the physical connection.
2: Oh,
0: that's interesting.
4: I thought so, too. It just keeps coming back to me over and over and over. And I just think that's what we're experiencing now. And that's why people... It's not enough to be on Facebook. They're going out on their balconies. Here in Idaho, people are going out on the streets. Um, they're starting, some people are starting a thing at 6 o'clock where everybody goes to the end of their driveway and they mm-hmm. talk to each other across the street. Because oh, that's a, isn't that neat? Yeah, because that's as close as they can get and they're hungry for it.
2: Oh. So, I,
4: so that makes me happy and hopeful to see that kind of thing because some of the other stuff is pretty
0: scary. Well, and what you're talking about is kind of this is some of the benefits we're getting right now is the appreciation Mm -hmm. of one another and of people. I I like that a lot, actually. Right. Even the ones that go into technology and do like family gatherings on Zoom or something. I think that's been really refreshing for a lot of people as well. Agreed.
4: Yeah, Mm -hmm. different from gaming, anonymous gaming or something. It's it's more it's still more in-person, even though it's not physically there.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, thanks for that, Sharon. How are you doing yeah. okay uh, over there in Idaho? Is it okay? Yeah, I think I can't tell if we're
4: overreacting because everyone's supposed to stay inside for another two weeks at least, uh, and a, a majority of businesses are either closed or suspended, and a lot of people are losing their jobs just like everywhere else, and some businesses might not survive. So it, some people are wondering if we're overcorrecting. How much worse is this than the, a seasonal flu kind of thing? And then on the other hand, it seems like maybe it's prudent to try to nip it in the bud. It's very hard to tell, and so there's all sorts of uncertainty. People don't know which media stories to trust. Well, I think thing. that's
0: true for sure, right? Mm-hmm. So if we all paid attention to our intuition or, or how our bodies feel like... My gut tells me a lot, doesn't yours? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's I mean, a really good point. And how much? And this is for all of us. And I'm going to bring Natalia in too. But how? How much media stuff is to get either ratings or, you know, some of it's so fear-based, it's terrifying. You know. Right. Um, right. I, yeah. Even to you know to sell
4: commercial airtime, are there certain industries or certain vendors who um, can profit from this, whether it's medical equipment or or Amazon, because people are shopping from home instead of going to physical stores. And so are, is there some manipulation happening in the marketplace that oh, way? Oh, huge.
0: I, yeah. Uh, yeah but that's kind of been the name of the game. But this is back to our own sensing. We've got to really drop in and ask ourselves what is, and I think this is quite true for a lot of people I know as well. We're asking ourselves, what are the real values of my life? What is the most important part? How do I value myself as a uh, contributing aspect of, of, you know, humanity? And it's not going to be all people, as we're talking with Natalia at the beginning, not going to be all people because each of us has a journey, and some people are are striving a lot for a higher learning right now. Have you noticed that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I see some people very afraid of the economics. You know, how will I pay my rent? What if I lose my job? How can I get another job? And other people, or some of the same people, simultaneously saying, "What do I really want to be doing in my career?" It's it's like really really frightening to almost paralyzing and then also like a crack in the sky like there's an opportunity for people mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> uh, like, it's fascinating
0: yeah and people will say oh my gosh what what about money money and i, I the only consoling th- thing i can say is look at all the people are in the same boat you know right humans right. are really innovative we're going to come up with something right and some yeah. people are nefarious, and that's the way that is. Right. I'm glad to talk to you, Sherry. I'm going to jump over to Natalia, because she's been there for a while, and we haven't heard from her yet, because I uh, <laughs> walked away. Natalia, um, come back in, darling. Hi. Hi. Um, I want to,
1: uh, yeah, I think, um, I think I just want to make a quick uh, observation. Uh, you know, um, if Sharon can hear me, I just want to tell you, here in Los Angeles, um, its they're not overreacting. This is very, very serious. It's not the flu, and I don't know what television is popular in Idaho, but I can tell you that if you listen to people who have had this, it's not the flu. And um, um, Chris Cuomo, actually, on CNN, who I don't like, I don't like him, Actually, has it? But I listened to him talk about it today, and he's lost 13 pounds in 10 days, and um, constantly sweating. He's a uh, fever of 103. It's not the flu, and uh, and I think Veronica, that's what I want to ask you is like, speaking of like the nefarious forces, like they're they're, what is the point of misinformation? Why why? why can't we come together as humanity and all agree that this is very serious and that we all need to, like, heed this and do this for now, stay in place and um, and get through it? Like, why are there forces out there who are trying to say this isn't serious? This is, you know, like, I'm just really confused. Like, aside from contradicting the other side, which I feel is really the – it's just, it's, it happens so much that I, I'm, I, can't, I can't watch it anymore.
2: Mm-hmm. I feel like
1: I'm going to say the sky is blue and they're going to say, no, it's not. It's violet. You know what or I mean? Or you said like, that because just, you
0: were a Democrat or because you're a Republican. You're or probably, it's,
1: like. it's, it's not about the truth anymore. It's about contradicting. And it's like, the truth is here, like, you know, listen to, to Dr. Anthony Fauci. Forget everybody else. Listen to people who have had this. Not people but you who know, let, let me interrupt
0: skin. you for a sec because, Natalia, I think a lot of us have talked about the fact that years ago, for example, you had Walter Cronkite. You had various people who were the icon of truth in different news media. Mm-hmm. We don't have that now because I, I was yeah. in – you know, I've studied radio and my first paid job was in a talk radio thing and I was doing the writing. And and I would say, oh, look at, look at the news feed. Look at this. This is really – this is an amazing story and they said no no we don't handle stories like that we don't do things like that. And then this my boss who was a very intelligent man he said look your problem is you're from Canada. You don't understand that the news is a marketed thing here and that's what we are choosing it for, right? It's entertainment. It's entertainment, but also but it's not just entertainment, it's for entertainment. the power, it's for the power of the investors that want, you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's a, it's for power, and it ma, it makes my blood boil quite often. Talk about you don't like Chris Cuomo, and that's you know your opinion. That's fine. Sometimes I listen to him only because in his talk shows he often brings in both sides.
1: No, and he that, does, and I agree with that. But he's just very uh, obnoxious, you know. Yeah, okay. That but that yes, I, I hear I hear what you're saying. Yes, he does a good job of bringing both sides together. But I, I, but I think can. that's
0: rare, and I do think, whether we like him or not, doesn't matter. Sweep him off the table. I bless, wish him well. Yeah. But the, the yeah. fact is, is that we don't know how to disagree. We're not taught critical thinking. The media right. doesn't teach us critical thinking, does it? You know? So we not I mean, really know relief, any better. This,
1: this relief bill is amazing to me. Everyone's calling it a relief bill, and I'm like, yeah, it's called socialism. This is socialism, everybody. <laughs> this is socialism. This is what happens in Canada and Europe and, and Australia. This is what they do. And, and and But they won't call it that, you know. And it's just, it's really like, I don't understand. I, I think what I'm hoping comes out of this is that, like you say, there is this movement or this consciousness of like this whole profit over people thing can't, is, it cannot, it doesn't work. It, it, can't, can't it, can't, it, can't it can't sustain itself. It can't
0: sustain itself without having a poison society.
1: And I found out today this this twelve hundred dollar check that's coming at us. You know, we it's, a, it's it's an early tax credit. We have to report it on our taxes next year. You realize <laughs> that, that, right? That. It's not a yeah. it's not a handout. It's not like here you go. We love you. We we love our people. It's like it's a loan. It's a loan. I just found that out today because I did my own research and I did my own reading. I don't sit in front of any network and get fed. I seek out information and I ask a lot of questions. And I was reading, actually, I think it was a Wall Street Journal, something about how um, this is a loan.
3: Wow. And and, and,
1: and, and, and they're not going to say that because there's an election coming up. So what's going to happen Next year, when everyone's got to file their taxes, everyone's going to be up in arms because they have to report this $1,200 loan they got from the government. But they're not telling us that now. Hmm. You know So I don't understand like why. I'm sure like you there understand. It's power.
0: They're trying to keep us. you know, here's the other thing is for those of us who are in the education, or I was in the education world, America spends a lot of time numbing its, dumbing its students down. You know, it's it's part of the same thing, isn't that part of uh, the whole ambiance of the the news is to keep you uh, placated, either keep you afraid, to keep you contained, keep you buying stuff, right? Most of the. But I I guess I'm surprised.
1: I guess I'm so. I guess I'm really surprised how the population falls for it. I, re- I get. I'm, maybe I'm naive, and I'm. I'm a. Um, i am i am I want to be a um, person who wants to think that everybody gets it. I don't know what that word is, but I, I, it's very upsetting when I, you know.
0: Yeah. But no. But you're I, talking about an it, inter- and for anybody else who's online, you're you're welcome to uh, yes, step into the conversation. Concerned. But but one of the things that we have to recognize, you guys, all of us, is that if you watch, for example. TV for a little while, you do get numbed down. We get numbed, yeah. so uh, we, critical thinking gets numbed. <laughs> but it's, and, right, go ahead. It's right, right.
1: No, yeah, no, but I, it depends on what you're watching. You know, I watch science documentaries. I watch, you know, I I watch things that challenge me. You know, um, I, I, I'm 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 a seeker of knowledge. I have a yearning to constantly. I'm very curious. That's why I got into, in, you know, I, I started off a, a kind of in news, you know, in investigative programming. You know, who, what, where, when, why, and how. Like that, that those will always be my questions. And so, I, I it, it just, um, it just, it just, it's upsetting that more people aren't thinking like that. And and that you know, I'm going people- to make
0: as. I'm going to play yeah. on words here. I'm laughing and going. The way people are numbed down by mass either media or, you know, any kinds of media and people are really dumb and believing it and so on is kind of an interesting version of socialism, isn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's kind an- of a Say strange- no,
1: so that. that- I don't
0: understand that. Say that again. I was thinking, America's been taught that socialism is terrible because they'll control you and tell you what to do, but (laughs) we have it going on, only it's not called socialism. It's called either media or reporting or or profit-seeking or something. It all is kind of collecting people in herds and making them think that way, right?
1: Yeah, they think socialism is communism. They don't understand that the roads here, the schools here, like everything here... The federal government pays for that stuff. That's socialism. That's you know, it, it's just it's it's just it's it's it's. I guess what it is, this is what it is. It's a real uh, push against evolving and change. You yeah. know, even you you know, and, and that's. I have to tell you, you know, I've been here twenty three years, and I was very surprised when I came here from Canada because I was raised thinking that America not by my parents, by the media and and magazines, that America is, um, you know, freer than any other country in the world. And when I went there, I was shocked that, like, gay marriage isn't legal. I was shocked that, you know, that you're still fighting for abortion, like, you know, to give, to take the rights away from women. I I, I was really, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I didn't realize how judeo Christo whatever that word is, this country is, you know, um, listen, I love this country. It's, it's making, it's made my dreams come true. My dreams are coming true. I just wish they could see the light when it comes to certain things. And I'm hoping this maybe actually starts a conversation. Like, I don't like Bernie Sanders because I don't think he can get anything done because as long as there's only two political parties in this country, nothing will ever get done. That's why in Canada, Europe, other countries, there's multiple parties and you all have to work together representing all uh, different fractions of the population. But I am kind of glad that Bernie's not dropping out because this is a great opportunity for him to really point out that this relief bill is socialism. All that's missing from it is care. Like mm-hmm. that's all that's missing. You know, you, we just gave so much money to all these businesses. We're giving a little bit of money to the people
0: or doing, and the you know, businesses um, don't necessarily provide health care for their people either. No, they don't. And no. they don't need it. They don't need but it. But I, I love I love Bernie. But I think his big thing now is he's prodding. He keeps prodding. He keeps saying the same stuff. People say he says the same thing for 30 years. Good. Because yeah. he means it. Yeah. He really means it, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, Natalia. That's a, lo- a lot of information there. I really appreciate it. And I'm wondering right, how... Great. How other people feel about uh, the kinds of things Natalia was talking about—it kind of um, we get we get ignorant here because the the media, for example, is marketed so heavily, and then you don't really get news. And what do people? What do other people think about that? Give us a call. I don't see anybody calling in yet. It's, come on, you guys. You can do this. So, one of the things about America that I love is the entrepreneurial spirit when it gets going. You know, like you've got your Elon Musk shooting off a rocket, which is a pretty exciting thing, and going to Mars. (laughs) And you've got millions of writers, although Canada's really great for writers, isn't it? Are you still on there, Natalia? Is Sherry still on and Sharon still on? Sharon, are you still on? Yes, I'm here. This is Sharon. What do you have to say about innovation in America and the American way of life? You are American. That's a r-
4: right, yeah, born and, born and raised. Um, I, well, I wanted to briefly talk about the, the media and the polarization, and I've been very, very concerned for a long time about the two-party system here um, okay. because it does create a false either-or conversation rather than a nuanced uh, way of yeah. thinking collaboratively where maybe they're – five different positions or eight different ideas could then meld into one really good idea. It's so frustrating to see the false dichotomy. And then the media tends to exaggerate and buy into that, much of the media. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know how we can get out of that unless we do a lot of introspection. Mm-hmm. I remember Veronica a while back, uh, last year, the year before, shortly after Trump was, elected you said he's and and elizabeth warren said this he's not the cause of our problems he's the symptom of what's been going on for years mm-hmm. um i agree with that i was right. very concerned about when the 24-hour news cycle started i think it was cnn it doesn't matter who because yeah. they suddenly had to fill 24 hours and so suddenly just anything became news even the beginning of a story before they knew anything and they would be jumping to conclusions and then that yep. caused people to get all hyped up over nothing and false false accusations and i mean the whole one of the reasons we broke away from england was the idea of being guilty until proven innocent and here mm-hmm. we say the opposite innocent until proven guilty but with the 24 hour news cycle we're back to guilty until proven innocent so mm-hmm. that's all frustrating and i hope that this maybe helps us as we sort through the news now during this time of frightening consequences and start realizing how important it is to have long-form, thoughtful journalism that really brings us the facts in a complex way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that a lot of schools are focusing on media literacy more than ever, whereas before they've been so starved for money that they've been having to um, teach to the test and not teach reasoning. So I feel like we are in a shift, but, you know, how how quickly will that happen? Will it be soon enough? That kind of well, thing I don't
0: happens. know, but we've had our fingers smacked really hard. I mean, everybody's home. People, So many people are broke. <laughs> and yeah. this, this virus is no respecter of people who have, you know, billionaires and so on. There's some of those that are sick, right?
2: Yeah.
0: So I, I yep. do think the awakening is happening somehow, and I think that's one of the things that we're awakening to is the deception of uh, icons, however they are showing up, you know?
1: And, that and, makes the, sense. That's, and, and, and the deception that the federal government's going to take care of us. I mean, this whole thing has really exposed the warts and what a mess it is and, mm-hmm. um, and how the system is, is really broken.
0: Um, well, and, and you know, when you think about going way back into the McCarthy era, I mean, this has been yep. a really scary country for a number of reasons, right? Because yes, right. that, that destroyed a whole lot of people. And this country was built on freedom of what, expression of your own religion, uh, that sort of thing, right?
3: Yeah, right, right.
0: So what's the suggestion? Right, it, we seeing, I think it needs a new constitution.
1: How is the Internet right. going to, to be affected, by, by the way? I'm wondering, a lot of our problems, I believe, are also caused by social media. And the Internet was great in concept by connecting the world, but it caused so much damage. I mean, thinking back to after 9-11 when the terrorists started beheading people and putting it on the Internet. I mean, that stuff, you know, it's being used for so, such nefarious Ways Like the other day there was a Zoom conference call and it totally got hacked by these trolls and misogynists. We were all women and they just started like, I'm not even going to repeat the things they were saying, but I was just like, what's happening? Is it like people feel like they have a voice? So I'm just wondering if this is going to do anything in terms of probably not Um So we're talking
0: um, about – see, I I think that it's been really, really awful since they deregulated stuff way back. It was in the 70s, again, the 80s and the 90s. And all these deregulations have made it a dog's breakfast or a a Wild West in all of these places, right? I don't know what's going to happen unless they regulate. I don't even know how you can regulate uh, Internet. Can you regulate that in a really – I mean – Some of the stuff that goes on on social media, yeah, social
1: media stuff like Google and Twitter and Facebook—they all can do something about it, but they won't because there's too much money to be made. Ha! You know. Um, So it doesn't matter what subject we
0: talk about. We go into the money thing, right?
1: Yeah, and that's when you get into special interests and lobbying and politics, which should be illegal. and, you know, and one thing about Canada is, you know, the the, the, pal- the media is government, right? Like, the government funds, um, you know, in Canada, you can't air any uh, shows that don't have Canadian content. They're very, mm-hmm. away, you, know, they're, uh, you know, there has to be some kind of Canadian, um, if you're pitching a new TV show or reality show or scripted show, there has to be some Canadian actors or Canadian content in it, you know? And so... You know, growing up in Canada, I was very worldly, you know. I know where, you know, Spain is. And I remember when I first came to, I came to study in the United States, I went to school in Boston. I, I went to a footlocker store to get running shoes, and the guy was like, where's, where's Canada? And I was like, dude, it's, it's four hours north, dude. You know.
2: Uh,
1: I know. And,
0: and have you ever had anybody say, speak, can you speak Canadian? <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I I, I I guess it really all comes down to money and capitalism and how um, it's become money is God. You know, everything's about uh, money. Even 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 today, like Steve Mnuchin, the Treasury guy, was like, "We're raising the interest rates to help the banks on the loans."
0: <laughs> That's ludicrous. That is just evil. Sorry. Right. I, I, I don't know where it's all going to go, but I think there's a huge collapse coming up yet again. And I do think okay. it's a possibility of the money, uh, the banks, some of them anyway, <clears throat> a, big, a big collapse coming. And I don't know quite why. Um, and it's going to be like a uh, year, year and a half before it happens. The guides are sort of showing it to me. It's going to be like a really huge and possibly tragic crash of it for those people that are really invested in the banks, you know? And uh, yeah. we want that. We we really want that. Huh. And now if I and say Veronica,
2: that...
4: Yeah, go ahead. When when you say we really want that, because you would see that it would maybe equalize things to, to have it to re It would re-examine. give us a chance.
0: Yeah, if you have to, if it comes apart... You know, we might not like it, we want it, in a way we want it, but we don't like it because it's horribly scary, etc. But on the other hand, how do you reconstruct something that's so uh, corrupt? How do you reconstruct it? You know, so there's some very pivotal... uh Uh, leading points in the economic world, some of which are going to come undone, and I really don't know why, I don't know whether it's just an absolute shortage of resources that create the money, although a lot of the money is built with no actual resource underneath it anymore, right? Great. So, yeah, so I I realize when I say, oh my gosh, we want that, I realize it's very terrifying to actually live through that kind of thing, right? Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, I don't want to leave it in a scary note. We're almost done here. So um, does anybody have anything else that you want to finish with? Because I do think – I'll say one thing before I let you talk. I do think a lot of people are growing in a great way right now. They're hating it. They're complaining. But I hear people talking, and I go, so many people – are getting really deep insights about what their values are, what they really care about, and some coming up with amazing things that they want to do, you know, businesses and that sort of thing. So I'm a bit of an optimist, and I feel like that's going to be a stream that comes through. Does that make sense? I
4: think about, when you talked about a big collapse, I think about World War II and how the United Nations, for example, came from... Really deep thinking about what had just happened and how to prevent it in the future and so is do you see that sort of opportunity coming up
0: The opportunity to look back and see how how to balance out what could happen you mean is that what you mean but i do I do see that yes. there are some threads of wisdom coming through, but unfortunately, I think there's a huge amount of corruption, and a lot of people don't refer back to those kinds of times, do they? Good point. You know, I, I think, I think, sitting right now when I'm looking at response, I see all these like broken bits of society and I'm going, okay, so what we have to do is be really positive and really encourage people to come up with what they really care about. Because actually to care about one another is probably the only key that's going to lead us through the big changes in the banks, for example, Right. Okay, yeah. There's a, yeah, so, there's a lot of people working with people in prisons. There's a lot of people doing some pretty exciting things out there, right? So I really believe yeah. that there's growth in consciousness. Anybody else got anything to say before we say goodbye for now?
1: I, I, have, I have one theory, which is, um, I just want to say one last thing about, you know how you're saying there's going to be a lot of innovation and stuff like that. And I work in television production. Uh, I'm currently at MTV and I think what's going to happen is going to be negative and then positive. And the negative is going to be that these companies are all going to realize they're going to cut their losses. There's going to be a lot of people without a work because this is going to make some companies realize like, oh, I don't need so many people to run my business. You know, there's a lot of fat here and that's going to force a lot of people into us. no work, and that's going to force people to figure out how to survive. And that's where the innovation is going to come from, I think. Just, for example, my show got put on hold. Don't know what's going on, but I just found out today. I I'm, I'm, have a call tomorrow. They want to do an episode with only like four people. Usually I have a staff of, like, 15 to 30 people. Everything on Skype or Zoom or FaceTime or iPhone self-shooting, and make a show out of that, and I, I, I'm, I'm afraid that's part of where we're going for a while. And people who can adapt and do it will will survive. But then the other people are going to have to figure out what they can do to survive, and that's where I think the innovation is going to come. Because I'm seeing it happen in my in my world. At least I'm. I'm only talking about my bubble. I, I'm seeing in my bubble they're going to cut a lot of positions. A lot of producers are going to be out of work. Even, like, directors of photography, camera people, sound people, it's all going to be on the Internet for a while, and those people are not going to have work. And, um, and, and that's where I have anxiety, just based on the conversations that have been going on. I mean, I know they're trying to figure out, they, you know, they need programming. That's the thing. All these networks need programming.
0: You have a lot of innovative individualists who are going to help with the programming, but you're right about this. Not that's not a a real job, right? But I, I think I think we're going to stagger around. It's going to be scattered as hell, excuse my language, for about a year and a half or two, maybe longer. But then there's an emerging. You know, we've been talking about media. You're in television. That's really a major subject, right? And it's going to morph there's a whole different way that people are going to communicate through technology and it doesn't have a comparison in the way things are right now. So um, I really am grateful for all of you to be here. I know that this is actually a really good break in the way society has been going. It just hurts like hell. (laughs) And I know that we're going to come through this. It's a really interesting bunch of possibilities. So thank you so much for calling in to Radiance by Design. And I think we can do this again next week. And if you feel like calling in again, please do. And This is Veronica Antwistle saying you can be in touch with me, Veronica at VeronicaAntwistle.com. And I loved being on the air again. And I will look forward to talking to any of you soon. Many blessings.